Hello, family. Y'all know it's been a minute. Y'all know it's been a whole minute. But yes, so I was supposed to be back on Monday with season five. But you know what had happened? I actually got so busy with the actual thing that will be um, constituting to content for season five that I did not come on here to tell y'all. But anyhow, another thing that's actually really long overdue is this episode. So today we are literally just taking a step back and just re-hanging out, um, just listening, replaying my hangout with Mags on IG. So if you do not know yet, we are having IG live conversations every Wednesday at 6 p.m. So we started last week with Mangaliso. Tonight we are chatting to Abiso Chabalala Makala. Um, the author of Beautifully Broken, and next week it's gonna be your surprise. So, what I'm gonna do um now for y'all, I'm gonna share this conversation with you, and a bit later or later on in the week, I will share my conversation with Tabi. So, right here on the podcast and replay it on a Facebook. But yeah, I'm looking forward to hanging out with Tabiso in a couple of hours or in just an hour, actually. But yeah, do tune in to that. But in the meantime, catch up. I mean, you have an hour to catch up. So yeah, enjoy. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye. Be too loud, but you may want to reduce the volume. <laughs> so yeah, all the way down. <laughs> but I'm not going gonna... to... I thought you were saying something. Okay, so I'm going to do a brief introduction so that we get this road, this show on the road. Instagram really cuts, like, in an hour, they cut, the whole thing is over. Right, in an hour. Yeah, so we have an hour. Um, I, I basically, like, I don't know how to introduce you. I don't know if you saw my post, probably not because it's Daddy's birthday. But, like, I don't know how to introduce a celebrity, y'all. <laughs> I will, oh my God. I will say that y'all better go Google sis because that's the best wow. way she can be introduced. Her name is Mangaliso with two M's. She's a whole entire celebrity. If you don't know her, you need to check your life. Where have you been? Oh my God. Like the, your intros are literally so dramatic. Like I'm just like, wow, girl. <laughs> Sometimes I even forget like that people consider me a celebrity even because I'm just like I walk down the street I'm a normal person who yes. just happened to appear on TV like last year but um I'm going to slowly embrace that and take it in I'm giving you side eyes <laughs> No, but it's definitely like you to downplay it. Um, and we love you for being humble, but it's okay. I'm going to be the hype girl, okay? I'm going to be the one that's... Me- yes! <laughs> um, but yeah, how are you? Let's start. Let's calm down. I already have a headache. Like, I've been so excited. Like, my head is about to burst. Ah, Wusa. <laughs> how are you, friend?
mm-hmm. on the thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, while I'm on rather. I'm, I have good days and I have bad days, you know, mm-hmm. because of the whole situation. But mainly, um, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm always one to look to the positive side of things. Yeah. So I am doing good. I am, I'm, I'm in a better place right now than I was maybe like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I'm really trying to just keep positive and yeah, basically mm-hmm. that's how I am. I'm good. Oh, that's good to hear. Like the good days and bad days part is really real. I think a lot of people think that certain people are happy people, certain people are sad people. But it's, I think it's okay to give ourselves grace. And I like what you've been doing. And now I'm putting your business out there. But I like what you've been doing. Like sometimes really just taking time off of WhatsApp just to give yourself space. I think that's really important because like, I think it was T.D. Jakes who said that we were not designed to have this, these many voices in our houses. Like everybody on your social media is literally in your private space. So that if I get overwhelmed when I over socialize, and I think sometimes social media is that you are over socializing and overspending yourself so i i think that's really great that you can do that and i think it even also contributes to the being able to become better and say okay i feel better today than i did yesterday yeah and it's very easy to overcommit yourself to people and mm. to things um especially right now because i i thought that you know with the lockdown i'd be you know i'd keep more to myself mm. um i'd be more in tune with myself and you know every other nice thing about just being in solitude yeah. but instead i just felt the need to overcompensate not seeing people mm. with being on social with you know and i i think that is what actually you know freaked me out a bit and got mm-hmm. me so overwhelmed that i was just giving myself you know to myself to so many people mm-hmm. and you know trying to make up for lost time mm-hmm. in a sense and it is not healthy it you is. know it, it, it's it's good to love people. It's good to give yourself to people, but yeah. um, it's also very good to keep to yourself and you know just remain in yourself and mm-hmm. hear yourself. You know, listen yeah. to yourself, and yeah, that is the biggest lesson I've taken mm. with this whole situation. Sure, and and I and I, I agree when you say that we overcompensate because when we started the lockdown, I thought oh my gosh, I lost these many events for the year, so let me do this. But then I wanted to compensate in the 21 days for the year. You get what I'm saying? So I, I, I felt, and a lot of people made it seem as though you are a failure if you don't do everything you would have done in the whole year during that one month of lockdown. Just like We're dealing with an, an, an entire global pandemic. Uh, and I mean, what you said, just put it into perspective for me. Mm-hmm. Like we are trying to fit, fit a whole year's work mm. into this twenty-one days, um, and now, which is like three months, but yeah. still, it's 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 a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot to take in, and it's a lot to do. So yeah, it's not healthy at all. Not at all. But yeah, and I I think I wanna ask you like. The whole like okay for those who don't know let me let me sit down and be humble for those who don't know mangalisa was on last year's season of idols i think 15 
um, yeah. season 15 yeah. of South African Idols, and she came out in the top seven. So we did a whole podcast episode um, catching up on that, like what that experience was like for her, what advice you could give to those who will be contesting, because I think season 16 is coming soon. But yeah, so I just have like one question, and maybe she can show us. <laughs> Maybe she can show us why she's a celebrity. But like, what was your favorite idol's performance? Yo, and you know, people ask me that question <laughs> and it's like so tricky because mm -hmm. I love them all for different reasons. Um, but right now, mm -hmm. in this headspace that I'm in, um, I'll say Lady Marmalade was my favorite because um first of all it was a really tricky performance because of first of all lyrics like i mm -hmm. suck with lyrics i absolutely suck with lyrics and even with the live performance i forgot some of my lyrics and i just added my own <laughs> um but it was my favorite because i gave it my all and it kind of ignited that love for theater mm. in me that had kind of like down a bit so because it was big it was extravagant you know it was all things mm -hmm. huge and uh, I mean I love huge performances I love theater and theater is kind of that space where you can be big mm -hmm. when it comes to performance so that is my favorite one in my headspace right now cool I actually really enjoyed it as well but I don't think it was my favorite um my favorite and you will know why was I still believe and if it's, oh, yeah, yeah. if it's not too much to ask, <laughs> just a little bit nyana for the people. Jim, when yeah. you're ready. <laughs> okay, I don't even remember the lyrics. I did say I, I have a lyric problem. Even if it's um, just the chorus. Okay, the chorus. I'll sing the chorus. Please. <clears throat> I still believe. That someday you and me will find ourselves in love again. And no, 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 I need you, baby. Because I still believe that we can be together. solo rounds before that but it mm. was like it was the solo that kind of 
launches you into the idol stage because I mean the audition stage and all of, all of those other performances before that it's just like we're trying to get to hear if you do have a voice kind of mm-hmm. and that performance is kind of like what launches you as a performer I see so, yeah. I see yeah yeah I, I I still think that's my favorite for so many reasons um but yeah and you singing and I feel like my voice is cracking <laughs> Which is so weird. Like, I'm like, okay, girl, calm yourself down. I think it's all the screaming. <laughs> I think it's all the screaming. Um, but now I want to ask you something that maybe nobody asked you. So what was your least favorite performance? One that you were like, I really don't like this song. Or oh, I don't like this song as much as I like the other ones, but I'm still going to do it. Least favorite. Least favorite. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Um... Least favorite had to be the my very last performance, mm-hmm. uh, and that was and I can't be without you, baby. Um, only because I felt like I I did do my best, but in terms of like the technical stuff, um, of the song, I could have done better. For example, um, the key, I feel feel like I could have changed the key and you know put it up a bit, mm-hmm. um, because it was quite low. And I didn't realize it until like I was rehearsing mm. with the band, and I was like, "Hey man, mm. this is actually." But I, yeah, I think that was it. That was the least favorite of mine. Oh, I hear you. I'm not gonna ask you to sing it though, because I was gonna ask you why, but you already told me why. But now I'm gonna ask you this. Um, I have a song in mind. If you don't answer that song, then I probably don't know you. So what is the one song that you've always wanted to sing, but you couldn't get the the quite the right opportunity to do it on the show? Uh, okay. Which one would it be? Oh, my God. I... I ooh, this is such a hard question. <laughs> Given the opportunity to perform it, so oh you God. couldn't find quite the right like scene or theme to perform it, but it's a song you've always wanted to perform. Let me drink my water. Oh my God. Ah. I, I, to be honest, I cannot think of any right now, but mm-hmm. it would probably be any E.C. Wynan song or any her song. Cool. I, I can't think of it right now, yeah. I, I, I wanted the um Mary song, Alabaster Box, that song. Um, I, I actually thought that you were probably insinuating <laughs> to that song. <laughs> you know why? I love that. I've always known you could sing because, I mean, when we're hanging out, we sing. But it's just like, uh, you know, uh, like, whatever type of singing. You know, Jasmine, like, but then the first time I heard you sing, and it's funny because everybody else, like the girls, had seen you perform before and all those nice things, but the very first time I I heard you sing was when you did that song at the I'm With The Weight conference. And I feel like when you sang the song... I'm With The Weight conference, for those who don't know, like, we went to the same university, so, like, we were part of a group of women, I guess, who just loved the Lord, and mm. yeah, we decided to have that conference to together. Yes. Yeah. And okay. what Mangaliso is downplaying is that we were leadership. Who? 
Maya Lisa and I. <laughs> Maya Lisa and I were leadership. Guys, this is not going to end. But we were both chairing associations and my laptop's not charging. Um, I'm going to run out of questions if it does. We were both chairing um, student organizations. Um, mine was church-based. Hers was the Student Christians Association organization. That's like national. But she was chairing our university's chapter. So the two of us with our organizations came together and we hosted a women's conference um, under the theme, I'm Worth the Wait. And she sang that song there. And for me, that was like, and there was so much drama that happened that morning, like with things just not happening and not coming together. And oh my God. <laughs> like, but when you sang, I don't think it was the song, but I think it was the song. <laughs> it was you and the song. It was like a perfect song for that moment. And it just really yeah. ministered to me so much. I was like, first I was like, shucks, Max can really sing. And the second year, oh, you sing, sing, you know, and it was just so wow for me. That moment was just amazing. And maybe you can show the other people what's in your alabaster box. <laughs> oh my God, uh, where will I start the song? Because I mean, I, I feel like every part of that song is so important mm. to sing. If you're singing, um. So I come to pour my praise on him like oil from Mary's alabaster bar. Don't be angry if I wash his feet with my tears and dry them with my hair, my hair. You weren't there. Tonight he found me. You did not feel what it felt as he wrapped his love arms around me. You don't know the cost of the oil in my alabaster box. Woo! Do other people have friends that can sing? Like, I don't know. Like, can other people's friends sing? <laughs> like, I don't know. I have a lot of friends who can sing. I mean, you're one of them. Like, I have a lot of friends. Don't make me start joking. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> you make me so happy. I didn't, I even lost my questions. Like the whole time you're singing and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need to reopen this. But, oh man, I think that song touches my heart. Mainly when you sing it. And no shade, this is not me fronting. There's a video on YouTube, on Mangalisa's YouTube. Just search Mangalisa Gumbi on YouTube, you will find it. And I'm not fronting. And I am not disrespecting nobody. But it's one of those songs that when you, when I heard you perform it, I, I quickly went or like later that afternoon to YouTube and look for Sissy Wynan's version. And I was like, but I like men's version more. Like I really loved what you oh did with God. it. And I mean, Sissy Wynan is like one of my idols, guys. So it's, like you're saying that I'm just like, oh my goodness. 
But you should check out the live version. You are going to fall in love with it. Like, she really goes in mm. with that song. Just thank you thank for that. You. Right. Just say thank you. Take the compliment. Oh, crap. Thank you. <laughs> Look at me abusing my friend on live stream. I no, guys, it you out, like, in that very moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I even lost track of where I was at. I absolutely loved your performance of that song. I think it's it's one of those songs that, like, um, there's this song that says, um, like, you can't, you, you'll never understand my praise. Don't try to figure it out. That song for me is that kind of expression like you will never understand my praise because you don't you don't know like you don't no, know <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah. it could get me preaching but and this I, is not about for me that, that song is, is one of my favorites yes because it's cc Winans song and it's but for the most part i think it's because of the message it carries mm -hmm. that we sometimes, you know, do things and we say things, you know, out of our love for God. And people don't quite understand it, mm -hmm. you know. And that song basically says, it's kind of like telling God how much he means to you. Yeah. But also relaying the message to the onwatchers and the onlookers to say, don't mind me. I'm just, you know, expressing just my love for God the way I know how. Mm. So I love it. It, it, it. it tells so many stories. Yeah. to different people but at Listen. the same time so. and i i wonder when you when you when you speak on telling people your god story the best way you know how um i want to ask you how how was the experience of being a christian on a secular pop music competition show because um this may be putting too much of your business out there, but I mean, your father's in ministry, your parents are in ministry, they're pastors, and people would be like, oh my gosh, you sang his Java song, um, or someone would be like, you sang this song on national TV, or you were dressed a certain way. So how was that experience? How was, was it a clash? Um, were you able to balance it? Like, how was that experience for you? Um, okay, so I think that question I can answer it in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. um, but <clears throat> I think for the most part, in terms of like who I am and my character and my personality as a person, that all remained the same. Mm -hmm. um, because I, I knew what I was there for. Um, and so I, I knew also what that platform was all about. Mm -hmm. So I went in there doing very well. Um, what was expected of me from the show and what was expected from me from other people who know me, people who know my parents, you know. So I, I kind of was semi-prepared for it. But when I went in, it was so, so difficult because especially in the way I dress, because the music part of it was was not too much of a problem because, I, I mean, I even write, you know, circular songs myself. Mm. So it wasn't like... a for me but when it came to how I dressed I got a whole a whole lot of backlash from from people in the you know in the Christian space mm -hmm. especially with that Java um performance um, and I think it was also because it was my first one in, in you know in the live performances so when people got to see me like that because that dress was like short actually that was a shirt Girl. <laughs> it was, it was, it was 
but um, our stylist made it a dress. I loved it. I, it I didn't gorgeous. feel like, you know, I was compromising myself anyway. I felt like I'm sexy ass. <laughs> but, you know, like, <laughs> it, 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 it did kind of make me kind of ask questions, you know, to myself to say, girl, why are you here? You know, because people look at Christianity in, in, in such a legalistic way. Mm. And for me, it was kind of also a statement to say that, you know, my heart, my heart is good. You know, mm. like you, you do not see that. So I'm cool with you not seeing that. What I came here for was my performance, was my music, and I'm going to do it the best way I know how, and mm -hmm. I'm going to kill it. You know, no matter what anybody else thinks. So it was kind of a, a um, it was a reflective time for me more than anything. It wasn't about anybody else, but it was about me to say, what what am I trying to do on the show, and what is my character even outside of the stage? Because also that counts. Mm. For me. Sure, that's 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 such a great answer because I I. And I mean, even internally with like your tribe, there were people who were like, whoa, that's short. Um, initially, I thought, but Mang's wears short, you know, like in real life. And I think that's, yeah. that's the in thing. In real life. Like, yeah, like outside of the TV. <laughs> but I think that's the thing. I think, oh, this is going very far. But it's in my head that, it's almost like there are things that we are allowed to do in our private spaces, but we dare not let people see that because it may mislead them. And that goes two ways, but I feel like we can't have um, double st double lives just because we're Christian, um, but that's a topic for another day. And I'm going to close that can of worms before any worm worms its way out. And also that was one of I, I learned as well. I'm sorry that you're closing it, but I'm reopening it. <laughs> but like that is also one of the lessons I learned mm -hmm. that you know what I, I I should not hide myself mm -hmm. um, because performance art is part of me, um, and sometimes how I will express it, you know, it won't always sit well with people. Sometimes mm -hmm. there were things that I'm gonna do in future that will not be okay even for the non-Christian people. So it's it's just be good with yourself and yeah. everything else, and everybody else will. Will fall into place for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I thank you. I can't flick yeah. my <laughs> my invisible weave. <laughs> I'm even. I'm actually wearing a friend's. Huh? What's it? You need to flip the angle, babes. I'm actually wearing a friend's hoodie, like, I'll be there for you, on purpose, because we friends. Nice. <laughs> yes! Wow! Thank you, Z. Um, I wanted to ask you, speaking of writing secular music, you have a club banger, when the clubs are open. <laughs> Or you can bring the club to your house, babes. Yeah, house party, insert hashtag. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> oh, guys, this is so wild. Okay, 
come back. We are Let's and, go back. And we are back to conversations with Katie. And our special guest is Mangaliso Gumbi, my friend. <laughs> okay, I'm done. So speaking of which, don't you want to give us a little sum-sum so that we can have our own house party right here, right now? Please sing your song. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me try to remember how it starts. Um, oh, once upon a time there was a man that loved me. He promised me the world and that he'd treat me lovely. Even when the storms of promise to sink our ship, he kept his word and now we're promising forever. truth 
That is the truth. I was actually saying that about <laughs> you today. I was like, Manalisa is one of the most reliable people. I was like, she would wake up from a coma just to fulfill a commitment. <laughs> like, <laughs> you are that... You are um, that reliable, and it's it's absolutely. Yeah, I, I try my best to to keep my word. See, because I try my best. <laughs> and you do, you legit do, which is amazing, and it's it's something that I've learned. It's one of the many things I've learned from you that I I am aware that I learned from you. Like even just a, just an example, just to show people that I'm not hyping you up for no reason. Like if Umani <laughs> so buys two chippies and she says she's not going to eat it even though i don't know that don't take a little if she doesn't see me today she'll probably give it to me tomorrow when she sees me because and i've learned that that it's not about also the other person knowing what you had promised but if you had committed to doing it in your heart that's the difference, I guess, between being honest and having integrity. That even when nobody else is concerned, you have integrity within yourself. And big ups for that. Yeah. Thanks, friend. That's me a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. Yeah, Jala, you are a good person. Sometimes you are too good, but it's okay. We're working on that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that privately because, girl, is there even such a thing as too good? Like, it's either you are good or you are bad. I'm on your WhatsApp, I'm gonna type, <laughs> but yeah, so okay. like 12 minute voice notes, I don't mind. So, you putting me on blast on IG Live, I see you, it's okay. It's fine. Embrace yourself. You embraced you. You did yeah. not listen to my 12-second voice me. note from earlier. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm so sorry. Like, this is the story of our lives. Um, but I need yeah. to... But you've, you've shared actually quite a lot of lessons that you learned um, throughout your idol's journey and throughout your music journey. But what what... If you were to, like, summarize three key lessons that you've learned to date um, in music and all these things, like what would you say? The, the three key things you think everyone should know before they start wanting to become an artist, before they actively go on the journey of pursuing a career in music. Yeah. Um, firstly, I think what the lesson that I find is the greatest for me mm-hmm. um, which has nothing to do with music, though, is that, you know, respect everyone um, and work well with people because you are, you're basically, if you do that, you are building a ladder for yourself mm. where you, people are open to wanting to work with you. Yeah. People are open to, you know, to want more of you, you know, um, and that is something that I've, I, I've learned and this is not even to blow my own horn, but um, actually I was talking to one of the staff members um, from Idols and, mm-hmm. you know, he's he was just saying that I'm telling everyone about you right now and 
whatnot and whatnot. And I was just like, you know what, a good character and how you treat people will go a long way. Yeah. You know, people will give in a good word for you, even if you do not ask for mm-hmm. it to happen. You know, that was lesson number one. Um, and lesson number two, um, love what you do, you yeah. know, love it. Because if, if you don't love it, you really are, you're selling yourself short because you won't give it your all, mm-hmm. you know, love what you do. And thirdly, what else can I, can I say I learned? Um, be committed also um be committed i i think it also kind of ties into loving what you do but also if you are committed you you will you will go way further than you expect because mm-hmm. at first for me the whole idols thing was okay let me see how it goes for me and then after the theater week i was like okay after theater week and i found out that i was in the top 16 i was like okay i'm, I'm in this let me this and I go, went way further than what I thought I, I would go mm. um, and people do see your work ethic as well so yeah be committed love what you do and respect and love what you do and the people you work mm. with as well Ooh. I think I want to I want to to add on the first one where you said respect everyone um you said something that made me remember a quote like if it says in the bible that your gifts will put you in front of great men but it's actually your character that's going to keep you there i don't think that's part is in the bible but i heard someone say your gifts will put you before great men but your character will keep you there um so if you don't have good character it doesn't matter that's a word listen (laughs) but like it doesn't matter and i love that your tips are so um, universal. It doesn't matter what you do. Your character is going to determine how long you stay wherever you are. Whether it's a job, whether it's a school, whether it's a relationship. If you don't have character, you are not going to stay. Doesn't matter how talented you are. Doesn't matter how smart you are. It, it You will get into those doors, but you won't stay. And like you said, people yeah. will recommend you because of your character. And people will also tell other people, don't work with her because of your character so it's a very very that's very thing. true it's very important especially mm-hmm. when you are and i think you said that on the podcast like when you are now living your celebrity life and then you think oh this person is just a cleaner this person is just a like a stage hand or something but you never know you never know where god is taking people even without god you never know where people's mm-hmm. lives are going so just yeah. respect Respect. Yeah, and I, I, one thing that I also want to add to that is that people usually say, um, you know, treat everyone with respect because you never know who they know or where they'll be and when you'll need them. Mm. And I feel like, yes, that is true, but I, I don't like that mentality. But I feel mm, like treat people like with it. respect because they're human beings, yeah. you know, treat people with respect because they are your fellow humans. humans. They are people. And everyone should be treated with respect. Mom, so I love that. Let's not treat treat people with respect because we are expecting something from. Yeah, them. like let's low key. In case I need you. They are. Yeah, I feel you. You know. I totally feel you. Yeah. 
thugs don't and it, it, and i think it goes with everything in life um this has become very philosophical but it goes with everything in life i can't be nice to you in case i need you someday i can't you know then it's not about my character it's 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 just faking it and it goes back to the thing of yeah. being honest and having integrity it's it's who you are and you say that and yeah. i love that you saying that because it just shows it's a testament of what you say that your character was not tainted by being on such a big platform but you actually were able to stand still like stand within who you are and again on the podcast you said something about that that it was very important for you before going to idols to know who you were because it, it can really get into a person's head like yeah you can yeah, talk about can. that while i look for the next question because also over there like you you are treated like the world is yours you know mm. every treatment you get there is like really celebrity treatment and you can kind of forget that there's a life after idol that mm. you have to go back to your normal life and so if you allow that to get into your head you will break when you go back to your sure. real life you'll be like oh kambe i have to still work for things kambe i still have to be a normal person and drive myself to places instead of being <laughs> driven to places you know those kind of things they they may seem small and petty but that can taint you know how you view life and how you mm. yeah you view people in general so <laughs> it's very important to know yourself mm. and i mean it's a very sensitive topic what i'm about to say so i'm not at all making light of it but even that shift could actually be the one one of the factors that contributes to why so many people not just in south africa so many contestants of big um, competitions especially especially like art, artists they come back and they experience major depression because now it's like i i made it but now i it's almost like I'm deflating you know what i'm saying and i think it was yeah. it was it was clark beckham um he was i think he was second in american idols one of the years and he had an interview and he said it's almost like when you get when you're auditioning it's like a a, a a flat platform but with every stage of the competition it's like this big mountain that grows and you're on top of it like you're on top of the world but the moment the season ends yeah. like they just swoop the mountain off and you have to either start flying or you fall flat on your face and he says that he went yeah. he says he went from idols to singing in the park like can you imagine and he he says he felt like you're yeah. and i mean that is Mhm. Mm Sorry to cut you off, but I mean <laughs> that is the reality mm. of 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 being on idols. I mean, it's a huge platform. It's I appreciate, you know, what it did for me mm -hmm. um as an artist. But if you do let it get your head and something that um our vocal coach once said to us, um mm -hmm. Miss T, shout out to her. Um she said idols is kind of like a university where you kind of get to experience what it's like to be a celebrity mm. and not very much how it is to be a musician Ooh. right um and when you get out of that you basically become at the bottom of the food chain of celebrity veal or bottom of the food chain of musicians because sure. now you you have to back yourself like you mm. you are all you've got basically you know sure. and so I, that she said that and 
at that time I really didn't quite understand it but after everything and you know now being where I am I understand it very much I'm like okay this is what I'm as teammates we'll be at the bottom of the food chain so we cannot let the cloud you know Mm. be what what makes us in that competition because seriously the depression will be real and I mean and I mean I feel like I've kind of handled it Mm. I've tried to handle it quite well, but even for me, it was so hard Mm. to get out of that space of being, oh, I thought I was it, to, okay, you are it, but you still have to work for it, Mm. you know, Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a very difficult situation to be in. Sure, I can only imagine, and what was I wanting to say, um, Wow, I wanted to say something, but it slipped over my mind. Probably was not that important. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But it, it, it's, I think it's a very important life lesson that we need to... I think that's something that you also exemplify. We need to remain humble. Because, I mean, this is what I want to say, that Idols pays a lot of money for PR. Like, all news platforms in South Africa are talking about idols throughout the season and having had been in PR for a minute, I promise you they are paying for a lot of that publicity. So as a person, you may have an event and you think, oh my gosh, the media doesn't care about me, but that's because somebody else is paying for that space. So it's, I think that's something, that's another thing that we need to be mindful of when we're building ourselves in whatever platform, maybe you had a job and now you are freelancing in whatever you're doing your company pays for a lot of the things you are doing for yourself without actually being backed up. So we give yourself a bit of grace, give yourself a bit of time and allow yourself to grow into whatever space that you should be occupying. And uh, yes, I think we have about 10 more minutes before Instagram tells us to call it a day. Um, but what do I want to ask you first? I first want to ask you what's next for you in in the foreseeable future. Like what what would you like to do should coronavirus end? I even forgot this COVID nineteen. I think wow, this is because it's, so it, good. it has become part of our life so much that we even forget that it's it's a thing. Yeah, like it's so normal Your, now. It's so hard. It's so uh, weird. Um, what I would love um to be next for me is. I, I really, really want to get an EP out as soon as possible. Um, and the reason why I want to have an EP instead of an album is just that I, I want to introduce myself mm. to the world. I want to introduce my sound to the world because it's kind of different from what I did on Idols. Mm-hmm. Um, not totally different, but um, it has my signature on it, basically. Yes. So, um <clears throat> EP, that is what I'd want to do. But also, um, just the overall entertainment industry is mm-hmm. something that I want to, you know, experiment with and be mm-hmm. part of. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, presenting more especially. I, I'm not quite sure about acting, um, you know, in the silver screen. Maybe in theatre, yes. But I'm not quite sure about the silver screen or being on the television shows. But presenting definitely is mm-hmm. something that I want to do something that I want to pursue um but also just to continue pursuing my music and breaking my own barriers and getting out of my comfort zone Mm. you know because I I do feel like I 
I, I want to challenge myself mm. in so many other different ways besides music, you know, and so that is what I want to do. That is that is where I see myself my whole entire life, like mm. just being in the entertainment industry. If I grow in it, you know, to be maybe a producer, to be a content creator, it will happen and it will unfold as time mm. goes on. But my starting point is definitely presenting and music. Cool. I look forward to that. Um, I think you'd make an amazing, amazing presenter because of all the statuses you post on WhatsApp. <laughs> like, I think you would. And I mean, you've already done idols, so you get how annoying directions are in your ear. I think that's the one part yeah. that I never was ready for, that you will be talking and someone is talking in your ear, but you can't it, respond. You, yeah. you have to continue um you could yeah. have if you could handle that while singing um you can present <laughs> like you yeah, can no, I, I, it's it's so it's the many little things you know that mm-hmm. idols kind of teaches you and i'm really grateful for it okay i can't see myself i'm not quite sure if you can see me no it's a darkness and now i'm seeing all the all the comments Oh, thank you, Ngobese. Only now I see the comments. <laughs> I love this. I love I'm this travel. Um, ooh, okay, there we go. We're back. Yes, you're back. Um, somebody said they love this Java thing about Bobby. That's really, really nice. I loved it too. Um, Bochomi, look who's here. Yes, Z. Uh, Magdalene134 said hi. Hey. I'm Siwe. Lovies, loving to you back. Undumiso, also in love. We are in loving back. I love you, Mangaliso, says Samantha. Somle. Love you, Sam. Thank you for watching. Yes. But everybody else, hearts and hugs, virtual hugs, because we can only give those via emojis. Mrs. O is here. Hey, y'all. Hey, Mrs. O. Whoa, now I'm typing. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's a Matsidiso. Hi, Matsidiso. Hello, Esther. Sabona now with Debuho. There's another person that just says, Love you, girl. I'm guessing they're loving on Mangs. She also loves you. <laughs> I think that's how you said it. Yeah, yeah I didn't want to do that. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that was my last question because, wow, and I just closed, I just closed the questions. It was not my last one, but now it is. <laughs> but yeah, I man. Thank you. But thank you so much, Brandy. Thank you for making time during your daddy's birthday to be with me. And thank you for having me with on conversations listen like i could have you here every day i could have you in my house every day i miss you so much but that's okay it's gonna end and we're gonna see each other i actually need i feel like i need to see all of you like Mm. asap like as soon as this lockdown is lifted hey guys like we are having a slumber party at someone's house i don't know who is but we are having you can come to, no we're gonna come to your house so that we can go to Durban. <laughs> Do you realize that Durban is hours away? 
I I realize it's less hours away from your house than it is from mine. And I don't want to be in Cape Town. No, I was saying hi. What's in me? I was saying hi. Mohawk is saying hi, my two beautiful people. <laughs> Even me. Hey. <laughs> I'm so glad you learned so yeah. much. Um, Someone said, Samila. Sorry if I said your name wrong. Um, So much. I've learned. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. You're most welcome. Um, You're welcome. Lock. Thank you for joining us. Um, oh, we miss you. Even oh, us. Wow. <laughs> Uh, you guys, it's even me. I miss you, Mahal. Instagram is gonna cut us um any moment now because I think I started the live just like like six seven minutes before the hour. So at some point, Instagram is gonna cut us. But thank you guys so okay. much for joining us. Even the people who came and left and appreciated. Instagram takes up so much data. Like, it takes up a lot of data. So, for people to actually join an Instagram live for an hour is a lot. So, I understand even... Yeah. I, I totally understand when people are, like, coming in and coming out. Because it's it's like YouTube live. It's a lot of data. So, we appreciate you and your pockets and the Wi-Fi people in the house. <laughs> but we still appreciate you so much. Do you want to sing something and let Instagram yeah. cut us while you're singing? <laughs> uh, first, thank you to everyone who joined in. Thank you, Dee, for inviting me. I really yeah. do appreciate it. Um, and thank you for everyone who's been commenting. We've been seeing some of the comments, but because the conversation is just so, you know, fire, we can't really, you know, interject and, and recognize. But thank you yeah. so, so much. Um, what can I sing for you guys? Um, ah. <laughs> like I'm one of song. Give us um, like a small snippet of one of your new songs. Like one minute from one of your new songs. Okay, I'll a of one of my songs. Mm -hmm. Um if I'm already they say that you know a song is a hit when the first time you sing it people can already sing along I was singing along already yeah. <laughs> okay friendly let me release you very graciously with a virtual how <laughs> bye friendly bye everybody <laughs> <laughs>